Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. The times I was expected to do great and was given all the opportunity I I would say I definitely performed and, and maximized potential in the moments when I was the underdog more times than I was the overdog. Uh, I, I I think I discussed it last week with when Sean Johnson was over was on the call. Is um, the the way in which you're able to grow and to move forward is to be honest with yourself and and be willing to put the work to overcome whatever lack of work you did, whatever lack of understanding that you had or lack of advantages that you may or may not have. Right. Um, Each person's experience is different for different reasons and what works for some might not work for others. So what have you felt you've learned over the course? What do you, what do you feel is your advantage what do you feel? Yeah. What do you feel is your mental advantage? Why you've been able to make it to your end? And why? And why do you believe other people aren't able to duplicate what you've been able to? Hmm. Um, okay. So I'll start with saying having gratitude for my position to be able to play soccer for a living. Uh, but how that translates on the field for me is. I've always, once I, I knew once I was in between the white lines, I was going to work as hard as I could. That's one thing that through my fitness or training, I accurately, well, yeah, I can pretty much accurately assess, you know, the threshold of workload I can take. And at, while I do manage that in a game, I still try to give 100% effort in, in the little moments. I think keeping, staying true to that mentality, um, win, lose, draw, uh, record-breaking season, no-goal season, that's the thing that coaches, other teams, teammates have really resonated with the most. And, you know, I feel like that's a main reason why I'm still in the league. And we haven't played on the same team together at all, but I think for me, I feel like I've been able to have a good, get a good assessment of who people are and what it is that they do, um, what they stand for uh, from an outside view looking in. And I would, I feel like, I feel like I would expect nothing less than an answer like that. And it, it makes me want to then ask, I, uh, I see that last year you were the leader in goals for Chicago, correct? Yeah. Uh, MVP? Yeah. Team MVP. And now we've gone through an entire preseason and in the first, and I might be putting you on the spot here, but in the first week, first home opener of the season, you're not in the 18. What, how do you process that uh, fact. Mm, you know, and I'll take it even deeper because that fact is from m- 
multiple other moments, right? As you, the season ends, you're in off season, signings here, signings there, preseason, working preseason, preseason games, preparation, you know, and, and while I unfortunately have a strained oblique at the moment, um, yeah. I've been in those situations before, before, right? So it's, and I, and I actually thank you for po- framing the question in that way because that brings another aspect of my uh, being, another characteristic of mine that I also feel like is responsible for me being in the league for so long. It's handling adversity, you know, and understanding that I actually enjoy being the underdog, you know. It's interesting <laughs> to say. I, I mean, I like being overdog as well. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's really you know, if I'm to be completely honest and I look at, you know, my career on paper, it's like the, the times I was expected to do great and was given all the opportunity, I I would say I definitely performed and, and maximized potential in the moments when I was the underdog more times than I was the overdog. Um, but it's interesting question because mentally depending on it's just like the information piece right depending on how you take that in and you know first it starts from getting MVP and being and having the most goals on the team if I take that at the end of the season and I say hell yeah man this is what I do like I ain't gotta worry about nothing like of course next year they got me you know like shoot they about to be calling right now they said they want to give me a hundred thousand trillion you know, whereas me knowing that how MSL works, I was like, well, I did what I, I, I did for a season. I'm going to celebrate and soak and marinate in that for these next couple weeks. When, you know, I know it's close to time to get back. I'm going to treat it like it's year one, bro. Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.